we are finally freaking back holy shit Talk about a huge technical difficulty. We've been having technical. We've had. I can't talk today. We have been having technical difficulties for like the past two days. See, yesterday, guys, while we were recording episode three, part one, if you have not gone and heard it, go hear it now. Like, literally, as soon as I put it up, five minutes later, it had like four plays, four downloads already. So I was like, holy shit, people want to hear us. Ah! So, yeah, go listen to it. Now. Go listen to it because it's lit. And, of course, we talk shit about Ronda Rousey, so, of course, you want to hear that. <laughs> so, we have huge announcements. Huge, huge first announcement is we have merchandise, guys. We have merch. I uh-huh. the word. I'm I excited. The word merch. I said the word merch. What is wrong with me? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have merchandise that I made. <laughs> that you can buy so I'm going to put the link on our Twitter page hold on I got like hair all over my mic I will put the link up on our Twitter page you see it'll be like a group thing so pretty much you put in your payment stuff blah 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 I get all that stuff it gets sent to my house here in Florida and then I will send it to everyone else yeah it's got to be that difficult because I'm still learning shit deal with it bear with me guys bear with me guys this is how I'm gonna do it you're just gonna have to order it off the link that I put on the twitter put on the twitter put on our twitter pages you put in your payment information your sizes and all that I get all that information the shirts will be sent to my house and then I will mail them each and every single person that's how we're gonna do this it's gonna be great so that's number one announcement. Number two is we finally have a Patreon. Ah, yeah. We got a Patreon, guys. Holy shit. It's getting serious around here. So <laughs> we have a Patreon, and pretty much you can donate money to us every month. And, like, we have a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. That's all the prices. So hold on. I have the list right here in front of me. So for a dollar... If you donate us, donate to us a dollar a month, you will get a shout out in our videos, like in our videos, sorry, in our podcast every week, you'll get a shout out. So that's, if you want that, definitely going to have to give us that dollar. It's just a fucking dollar. It's just a dollar. I got you a dollar. It's a dollar. Then for $5 a month, either you guys will probably get the episode earlier than everybody else. So as soon as Miss Taylor's done with editing, she will send it to me and I will put it on the Patreon page probably about a day before everyone else gets it. So you get to hear us talk shit about Monday Night Raw and all that. Anything that's happening in WWE, you'll get to hear all that before everybody else. And I know you want to hear that because you like to listen to us. <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't? At this point, who doesn't? Exactly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so then for $10 a month, you could be a guest on our podcast each week. What this is what I thought of for ten dollars a month. If every week we'll have a different guest on our podcast, you're going to, have to get Skype for us because this is how we're doing this, guys. This is how we're recording everything. You're gonna have to meet us on Skype. So then every week we'll have a different guest on our podcast. That's if you donate to us ten dollars a month, you get to be a guest, a special guest on our podcast, and you'll get to talk with us 
about WWE? Who doesn't want that? Come on now. It's the perfect 10. It is the perfect ah. freaking 10. Nice one, Taylor. That was perfect. I knew you'd appreciate that. Because <laughs> you know I love Ty. <laughs> so then for $15 a month, you can get an exclusive Q&A podcast that's only for our Patreon subscribers. For our Patreon supporters, you can get an exclusive Q&A with us and you can literally ask us anything except it can't be sexual. Nah, I ain't doing that sexual shit now. Mm -mm. (laughs) If it's sexual, keep it. Nope, I'm not from there. No sexual ass shit. But anything else, you can add us, ask me or Taylor anything and we'll put it on Patreon just for you guys. No one else can hear it. Just you guys. Isn't that amazing? Wouldn't that be great? There's a Patreon just for you guys. Just for you guys. That'd be freaking amazing. So then for $20 a month, thinking maybe when if me and Taylor are not busy, we can do a live stream, maybe like a pay-per-view, like a big-time pay-per-view. We'll do a live stream, and we'll put it on Patreon just for you guys. Because if you want to hear us yell and scream and talk a lot of shit, we'll do that. That's easy. That's way too easy. Way too easy for us. And lastly, for $25 a month, you can get our brand-new T-shirt or any other merchandise that we decide to make. Right now, I'm thinking coffee mugs, maybe. Coffee yes. mugs are next, since everybody likes coffee. It may not be FDA approved, but it would taste better. The coffee would taste better yes, if you it bought it off. Yep, it probably won't be FDA tested. Yep, pretty much. So, that is our announcement. So, yes, that's all coming out probably as soon as we're done recording. All of this is going on Twitter, and it's going to be amazing, guys. I can't believe this is happening. All right, Taylor. You want to talk about Monday Night Raw? The bullshit that was Monday <laughs> Night fucking Raw. Do I want to? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> shall we talk Monday Night Raw? We shall. Alright, so Monday Night Raw was a complete another fucking fail. Fail, fail, fail. God damn it, it was a fail. Holy shit, that pissed me off. I, why do I have hair all Hashtag same old shit. Hashtag say, how the hell do you come from the Royal Rumble to this bullshit? I don't understand. I, I don't understand. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. 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 So as soon as my. Sorry, I, I heard my dog. I'm like, what the hell's going on? All right. So, so when Raw came on, we got Stephanie McMahon and Asuka kicking off Monday Night Raw. And of course, you know, I also got a big huge pop because, you know, she won the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. But you couldn't tell because all they've been talking about, they don't really show the freaking Women's Royal Rumble. What they literally been showing for the past 48 hours, it's literally like the last five minutes of the Rumble where Oscar wins and then Miss Ronda fucking Rousey comes in and points at the goddamn sign like ooh look it's the Wrestlemania sign I'm supposed to point at it and then I'm supposed to walk around and point at it again those are my lines <laughs> I don't fucking understand whose bright ass idea was this who fucking wrote this bullshit I don't understand and I hate it 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 I think my thing that's coming out of this is, A, the McDonald's meme where she's pointing the McDonald's sign. And then when all the divas are just, divas, sorry, women wrestlers are talking shit. 
<laughs> if you have not seen, Wendy's have been talking the amount of shit. Oh my god. If you go on their Twitter, somebody asked why they weren't in the War Rumble, and they said, they actually responded back and said, we thought we'd come in the last minute and just point the WrestleMania sign. I was like, burned by Wendy's! Holy shit! Whoever Damn. is literally in charge of Wendy's freaking Twitter, I just want to like, you are the shit. You are literally the shit, and I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> of course, Asuka comes she gets on the mic and of course once again what she's been saying since she came to nxt is nobody is ready for oscar and i'm just like yes they are but of course creative will never ever let you lose god damn it (laughs) we can't have nice things once again we cannot have nice things because oscar has to fucking win everything she has to get this goddamn push, and I don't understand why. A lot of people are just like, well, blah, blah, blah. She she has to win. Oscar's the greatest. Oscar's the greatest. Man, 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 man. Suck my dick. <laughs> and huh? I was actually listening to um, Amir and Steve, their podcast. Hot Plug uh, Podcast, by the way. It's like our go, brothers. So Yeah, go check them out, please. If you like us, you got to listen to them. They're British, and they're hilarious. Go listen to them. They're fucking hilarious. I no, I don't mean to like. I'm not bashing them, but I was listening to them talk about this. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of disagreed, and Amir knows this, but I disagreed with his opinion because they were like, I because I told you this the last time that I had felt the women got overshadowed because of Ronda coming out, which they did. I know, and like that's what I like. I sent them like a whole like opinion on that, and they were kind of like. Well, I disagree, and I. I Those I, are I, brothers. Of I'm, course, they're going to disagree with us. Like I'm trying to understand, mm-hmm. like their point of view, but at the same time, I'm like, as a woman, I don't think I would appreciate that if I was in that situation. But I can respect that they have a different opinion, just because everyone's allowed to have their own opinion. True. I'm not bashing them, but I just I'm throwing it out there that I like disagreed with what they were saying about it. No. A lot of people on Twitter have come at me be like, you know, Oscar's the greatest, blah, blah, blah. You know, she's the longest reigning woman who literally has not been beaten in two years. Now, I understand that. I was even mad when she won all those, all those goddamn NXT awards. I was like, oh, come on. Like, literally. Why does she have to win everything? Like, when I saw that she won, like, women's NXT, women's wrestler of the year, I was like, bullshit. Come on now. Like, even... Peyton Royce and all them, all those fucking fans probably voted for them, and I know a hell of people who fucking voted for Ember, including me. I love Ember. Hi, Ember. Um, so I'm just like, so out of everybody, you pick Oscar. Is it because she's popular? Is it because you know she has to win everything? I don't get it. I don't understand. Ugh, she gets on my nerves. I don't get it either because like, I put a tweet out that said I think Oscar's overrated, and I got so much shit. Like I so am. Every time I talk about Oscar, people be like, "Yeah, but Oscar's great. If you're not ready for Oscar, I'm like, I'm ready for Oscar to lose." I've been ready for two years, thank mm-hmm. you. But just like I have never, re- like not even with my Brock videos, have I ever received this type of backlash from putting a tweet out? Like, I just, I, just, I don't get the hype. I really don't. I'm over it. Mm. I've been too much over it. I thought she was gonna come to the main roster. And she was going to finally lose. And I'm like, great, she lost. All right, can we push some more, you know, other wrestlers? 
Yeah, it just yeah. Like you have Nia Jax. Like literally, you have like a beast of a woman. She's like the Braun Strowman of the goddamn women's division. And what the hell do you do with her? You put her in a goddamn love storyline with Enzo fucking Amore, who's a rapist, <clears throat> allegedly. <laughs> So I was just like, what the fuck? You gonna push Asuka over Naya? Come the fuck on. Like, literally, okay. You're gonna have me saying this. But literally, she uses the same five fucking moves. The Asuka lock, the arm bar, hits people with her butt, shut up, Naomi does the same thing, but it's better than hers. And then she goes fucking like crazy. That's like four moves, not five. Yeah, that's like four moves. Like, I don't fucking get it. I don't understand. I don't understand the hype, and I kind of just want it to be over. I kind of just want this Oscar reign to be over. Like, I'm if if she goes to WrestleMania and wins a title, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be totally pissed. But if she goes against Charlotte and she wins, and Carmella comes out and cashes in and actually beats her, I'm gonna fucking lose it. That I would be okay with. I will actually be okay with because. We'll get to that. I'm totally getting ahead of myself. All right. Let's get going with Ross. So, of course, Asuka starts, you know, a no one's ready for Asuka thing. And then all of a sudden, here comes the boss, Sasha Banks. And so, pretty much, uh, uh, Sasha Banks comes out and interrupts her, congratulating her and challenge her to a match. And I was like, ooh, we have never seen that. And they get all up in each other's face. And Miss... Uh, ooh, I almost said Miss McMahon. Stephanie McMahon has to literally pull them apart from each other. I was just like, let them fight. Let them fight now. Come on. Right? Like- I was just like, yes. So then after that, they come back from commercial and we get an announcement. Oh, by the way, during Asuka's little thing, we get an announcement that there's going to be a first women's elimination chamber. And truth be told, I kind of knew about this already. Because the freaking, um, where the event's going to be at, I think, where is it actually going to be at? The Elimination Chamber is, where is it going to be at? I remember reading it, but I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm actually going to go look it up right now, because I can't fucking remember where the hell it's going to be at. It's going to be at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. But of course, it kind of already got ruined, like, last week, because the T-Mobile Arena actually tweeted out the goddamn picture with Alexa on it and someone else tweeting about the elimination chamber. So they kind of spoiled it and gave it away that there's going to be a women's elimination chamber. So good job, T-Mobile Arena. You ruined it. You ruined it. Good job. You knew those dirt sheets were literally going to be on it less than a second. You knew that. You should know that. You should have known better. Bad on you guys. Horrible. 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 (laughs) So, then, you know, um, uh, the announcement about the Elimination Chamber, people start asking, you know, is Alexa Bless actually going to escape the Elimination Chamber her title or not? There's, you know, swirls that, you know, people's been, not people, but people in WWE said, you know, Alexa's not going to be champion at WrestleMania and all that. So, I'm like, if we get a new champion, that's going to be the shit. And I kind of really want that. So, Sasha's heel side keeps trying to come out. And I'm just like, ooh, I like it. I like it. It's a dream I like match. I mean, I think a, she's one of those people that's way better as a heel. Right. 
Right, right, right. So after that, we get a last man standing elimination chamber qualifying match with Braun Strowman versus Kane. And let me tell you guys, it literally lasted about five minutes. So pretty much since they had their match Sunday, the bullshit match that we talked about in part one, Braun Strowman, Kane, and Brock for the Universal Championship, which we all knew how it was going to end, but it was still bullshit. So now we get, like, part 500 of Kane and Braun. I'm just like, ugh. Why do we keep putting these guys up against each other? One is damn near the goddamn mayor of Knox County. You're going to kill the mayor. God damn it, WWE. You're going to kill the mayor. You don't want to kill the mayor, you. Jesus. So, (laughs) pretty much, um, it was crazy. So, literally... They're outside the ring. They're go. We go to commercial, right? Braun comes out. We go straight to commercial. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And we come back, and they're already fighting. I'm like, what the fuck? And they're outside the ring. Braun throws Kane, like, into the crowd. And I'm just like, what the fuck? But then, like, all of a sudden, they're all the way by the announcer's table. And something happened where Kane's just on the floor. All of a sudden, Braun picks up the goddamn announcer's table throws it on top of Kane and just roars. I'm like, oh, Kane's dead. <laughs> I'm just like, Kane's dead. Rip. R.I.P. Kane. He's dead. And so, since all the, the whole entire announce team with, uh, well, if you did not know, the announce team has changed now. No more shucky ducky quack quack. No more WWE Hall of Famer Booker T. He has now been replaced with the one the only coachman is back, baby. And boy, did he look absolutely petrified. We had to literally run from Braun. It was amazing. I'm like, poor coach. You you got back in the wrong time. At the wrong time, you've been brought back. Because poor Braun is on a warpath. So I think you pretty much killed Kane. Corey Gray is handing him a mic, asking him, you know, why would he do this? And all that pretty much, you know, hurting Kane. And pretty much he yells in the mic that I did my job. Kurt Angle said last man standing. And he raises his arm in victory and just roars and walks away. And I was just like, well, that's how we're going to put away Kane for a while. All right. That's He's fine. Like, I don't understand about these qualifying matches is because we don't know who's going to win this in the end anyway. So... I already know who the last three are gonna be, and trust me, everyone else should know too. Like, I don't know, do, I don't know, should I want to spoil who's gonna be the last three? Because I know a lot of people who hate spoilers am <clears throat> a mirror, so I think I should just keep my mouth shut <laughs> and just let it play out next week. But just know it's it's it's. Mm-hmm. You should DM it to me because I want to know. Definitely will DM it to you, but we all know who's going to elimination chamber. We all know. Who is going to win Elimination Chamber? Because the person who wins Elimination Chamber for the men gets a title shot at WrestleMania. And who, 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 who is going to WrestleMania, Taylor? Who has the Raw Championship right now? I, I don't know. I, I, I think his name is Vacant. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> you wish it was vacant. You it is wish. vacant. <laughs> the 
Universal Championship. The person who goes to wins the Elimination Chamber gets a Universal title shot. And who, 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 who has the Universal title right now? Taylor. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar has the title. And who, who, who do we know is going to be Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? Taylor. Number 30? I wish. <laughs> Wrong Number show, 30. girl. <laughs> that or was last year. Exactly. That was last year. And number 30 this year is not even on Raw. Not even on Raw. Wrong Roman fucking Reigns. Fucking Reigns. Of course. So pretty much we get another Elimination Chamber qualifying match against Woken Matt Hardy versus Elias. Now, let me tell you, this was a good match. It was an okay match. Because, you know, um, of course, pretty much after 24 hours after seeing his, after seeing Elias's Royal Rumble dreams dashed by Mr. You Can't See Me John Cena, Elias greeted the fans in Philadelphia with another song. Declaring Monday is his night. And for that to be accurate, accurate. He will have to defeat Woken Matt Hardy in an Elimination Chamber qualifying match. So pretty much Matt Hardy came out and he fought hard. He fought out of a headlock early and answered with a neck. A neck? Kravit? Yeah, Kravit? I can't talk today. Elias escaped and targeted the shoulder of his opponent, wrapping it around the ring post and seizing control of the bout heading into the commercial break, of course. Hardy rallied when we came back, smashing into his opponent's head into the turnbuckles repeatedly while people started chanting, delete, 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 delete. As he picked up the momentum, the Bray Wyatt bumper aired. Pretty much, you know how Mr. Bray Wyatt comes into the ring. You know, the whole British bop thing happens. And of course, that distracted Mr. Matt Hardy, allowing Goliath to catch him with a big boot to the face and then we get the drift away and that finished off Matt Hardy and Elias is going to the elimination chamber and after the bell rung Bray Wyatt came on the screen laughing at Matt Hardy I'm just like so we're just gonna keep this going all the way into Wrestlemania like I'm guessing at Wrestlemania we're gonna get like the full broken gig we're probably gonna get Matt Hardy coming out with Rebby, King Maxwell, uh, Wolfie, and everybody who, oh, and, uh, oh, Senor Benjamin, who I'm really hoping to see, because I love Senor Benjamin. So, that, it was an okay match. I'm like, mm, okay, I was still kind of bored. I'm kind of, kind of glad they're giving Elias somewhat of a push. I know he's not going to win, but. Uh, yeah, I like the push that he's getting. That means probably after WrestleMania is going to be, it's going to be Elias's year. I'm really excited. If they put a title on Elias, it's going to lose it. I'll lose it, really. So then Mid- the next Elias wouldn't be bad. Yeah, Elias with a title wouldn't be bad. But then again, we did not get a goddamn universal match against goddamn Finn Balor. That's what the fuck we want. Sorry. So oh, then the next match we get is the Intercontinental Championship rematch. 
with Roman Reigns and The Miz. Now, I was just like, oh, we're getting this again. So I wasn't really too happy with the goddamn match. I wasn't really into it. I thought for what it was, though, it was actually a really decent match. Like, I feel like no matter who The Miz wrestles with, he always knows how to make yeah, the make other Yeah, make a boring match really good. It was really good. So pretty much a vengeful Roman Reigns, frustrated following a loss in Sunday's Royal Rumble, pummeled and punished The Miz early in the in the match. He chased Bo Dallas and Kurt Axel from ringside and teased blasting his opponent with a steel chair. Steel chair, and that has literally been the the gif of the night. Literally him picking up a chair. <laughs> the ref coming out. If you have not seen this gif on Twitter, it's literally hilarious. So pretty much Roman has the chair and he's about to hit Bo Dallas. No. I think it's either Bo Dallas or Curtis so on the floor. He's about to hit one of them with it. And the ref is <laughs> in the ring. He comes outside the ropes, goes, No, no, bad dog, big dog, put it down. <laughs> he's like, Bad big dog, put it down, put it down. And Roman slowly puts the chair down and throws it. And he goes, Good big dog, good. And I'm just like, Who made this, Jeff? Who made it? Because I just want to shake their hand. I just want to talk. That shit is hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Guys are fucking hilarious. I want to know. Somebody need to tell me when this comes out. Tell me who the hell made it. That shit's fucking hilarious. All right. So with the momentary distraction by the official allowed Miz to see Reigns, to send Reigns face first into the ring post, earning the champion control of the match heading into the break. Then we come back. Miz controlled the match. But, of course, Roman Reigns fought back, delivering a flurry of corner clotheslines. And then Miz caught the big dog coming in with a Superman punch and clipped the knee, cutting off the challenger's shit. <laughs> he applied the figure four as the fans in Philly cheered for the Miz. The Miz is getting love, and that's shocking. So, pretty much, uh, Roman fended off a painful knee injury to deliver a Superman punch was but was unable to keep Miz's shoulder pin for the mat for three. So it keeps going. Dallas and Curtis Axel reappeared with the former pulling Miz out of the ring into the floor. Romans greeted Dallas with a hard right hand and bounced Axel off the commentary table and alert Miz rolled him up and retained the title. It was a good match. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was okay. It was. I, I normally, like, I feel like Roman has improved so much. Mm-hmm. From where he like from 2015 until now, yeah, it just all like I he's but by no means my favorite, but I think his mic skills have improved a lot, and plus his in ring moves are just yeah, it's getting a little bit better. I'm I'm starting to see that he's not like people still hate him, but he's getting better. Like you can't really hate Roman Reigns. Like he's literally like the top person. Like and they're like he's literally been there forever. He knows how to do his shit. John Cena's barely there because he's literally, like, teetering on retirement. So he's going to get over it. Roman Reigns is, like, top dog. I hate to say it. Top dog of the company. He's just going to get over it. And plus, Roman Reigns is freaking Vince McMahon's little bitch. So he's going to get over it. I can tolerate it for now. Right. If it means getting the title off of Brock, I'm all for it. <laughs> so then we go to the next match, and it's Heath Slater... Mr. He got a lot of fucking kids. And Rhino, Mr. EC Dubs, EC Dubs, 
and the revival and i'm just like oh dear god why why are we trying to bring back the revival like are we going to give them like a push what the fuck's going on so pretty much um mr i got kids and rhino got destroyed by the rival didn't even last very long rhino fought back hard though uh, i don't get why they're giving the revival all these mat squash quote-unquote squash matches yeah i don't i don't get it like are they gonna get a push or are we just gonna keep trying to bury them i don't understand yeah i don't understand the direction behind it like all these weird ass matches first you bury them at raw 25 but then you give them a goddamn push i don't get it someone's bipolar Barry. So pretty much survival one, it was bullshit, blah blah. So then we get literally match of the night. We literally got a WrestleMania kind of match for free, and I don't get it. Oscar versus Sasha Banks. Let me tell you. Oh my god, every single bump these ladies took, I was like, holy shit, are they trying to literally kill each other? Now, pretty much the bump of the night is when Sasha was going to do a suicide dive to Asuka who was on the outside, but she, Asuka hit her in the face, and literally Sasha misclipped her leg on the rope, hit her head on the floor, and I was like, oh my god, she's dead. <laughs> she's dead. She's dead. She sold that really well, but it scared the shit out it of me. It scared the holy shit out Like, she literally laid there. I was like, oh my god, is she dead? Is she dead? You remember when she, like, I forget what match it was, but she, like, went, like, she landed weird on her head and then, like, her shoulder, too? Yeah. Oh my god. Like, my heart can't take that. Exactly. Like, this match was literally the shit. Oh my god. Like, I literally thought, I was like, oh my god, Asuka's actually going to lose before WrestleMania. What the fuck? But of course, that did not happen. But man, that was a good-ass match. But that suicide dive was fucking scary. She literally landed on her head and her neck. So I was scared as fuck. Yeah, my heart about stopped. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my god. So then after the match, literally, that was like an A-plus match. After the match, Asuka, you know, sitting there. Not sitting there, but she tries to, you know, get up, and she's staring at Sasha. Sasha's just laying there. She's not moving. And see, I think, like, they they zoomed in on her face, and you see, like, one tear come out of her. I'm like, oh, my God. Sasha's upset. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, my God. Is she legit injured right now? Because just how emotional she was, but then. Exactly. Yeah. But the the it was just the way that she fucking like, like they like she had that one tear come out of her eye. I was just like, holy shit, poor poor Sasha, poor Sasha. But the, it was a good ass match. So then we get the Raw Tag Team Championship match with Titus Worldwide. Sorry, Titus Worldwide versus The Bar. Now this match, literally, I was scared to death. I don't know what was wrong with everybody on Monday Night Raw, but I guess Monday Night Raw Vince probably told them backstage take as many hard as bumps as you can and have everyone on the edge of their seats thinking you're gonna fucking die because literally everybody was taking hard ass fucking bumps to the head to like the 
face to like the neck. I was like, oh my god. So yeah. the big bump that everybody heard was when uh oh god, what is his name? Apollo Cruz hit his head on the fucking uh ring post. Yeah. We all <laughs> heard it. Like you could see it too. Like I think he tried to use his hands like they usually do, but he missed and he hit his head. I was like, oh, holy shit. And Apollo was just holding his head, holding his head. And I was just like, oh my God, Apollo's going to die. Apollo got a concussion. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And it was a good ass match. I really thought the bar was going to lose. I was like, oh, are we going to go into February, Black Hair Three Month, and have a goddamn black tag team as champions? Huh? That would be the shit. No. I feel like they would do that. Like, I'm not against it. But, like, I feel like they would do that, and then once it's over, they just give it to someone else. Yep. Oh, give it back to the fucking bar. Yeah, that, too. Sorry. The bar, 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 bar. <laughs> I watch too much Cultaholics. I'm sorry. I can't I can't help but say the bar, the bar without going the bar, 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 and dabbing. The bar, bar, <laughs> bar, bar, bar. I gotta stop watching Cultaholics. <laughs> God, King Ross is hilarious. But anyway, yes, this was a good ass match. Pretty much, if you did not know, also, um, so, not she- Sheamus actually has spinal stenosis. So literally, every single freaking hit that he was, and I was like, oh, like I'm cringing. I'm like, oh, this dude yeah, like, has spinal stenosis. Are you kidding me? Like, stop. <laughs> like, please stop. Just go rest, please. Don't kill yourself. Please. So, I was really very nervous for him. Very, very nervous. But literally, everyone, like, was taking these hard-ass goddamn bumps and was making me hella nervous. So, I was like, can we just never, ever, ever get these kind of matches ever again? I don't want it. Just stop what you're doing. Uh Just, I don't, I don't, I don't need it. But it was a good match. So then we get to the main event, John Cena versus Finn Balor. Hold on, I'm going to scream very loud. Just wait a sec. All right, you're good. Right, right. Yeah, I would definitely turn down your speakers. <clears throat> what the fucking hell? <laughs> what the hell? Ouch. Why? What the, what the hell did you do? Did you fall? No, I, I banged my elbow. Oh, ouch, girl. That scared me. But, yeah, but this, um, this match was weird. This match was, it seems like John Cena was either A, stalling, or B, something was clearly wrong with him. I, I, I don't, I feel like they're setting up for Finn and Cena at Mania. Why would they have Finn and Cena at Mania knowing damn well that John Cena's going to be going against The Undertaker is what the goddamn dirt secret I don't know. This is, like, the only thing I could possibly see from this. Because it's just been a weird couple matches. That's not a big enough match for WrestleMania, though. And plus, we just saw the Monday Night Raw. Why the hell we want to see it again at WrestleMania? Because I sure as hell don't want to. Fuck if I know. That's That's just the way I saw it. Like, they were like, oh... Here you go, but I'm still pissed. Pretty much Finn got screwed over and didn't get his ticket punched to Elimination Chamber. No, no, no. It was fucking John Cena. 
And I'm just like, why the fuck does John Cena have to go to Elimination Chamber unless we're getting an Undertaker visitation, not visitation, an Undertaker visit. And that's how we're going to do the whole Undertaker versus John Cena. Screw John Cena out of the goddamn Elimination Chamber. So that that's what I'm probably thinking is going to happen. But this match was just really, really weird. Like, literally, John Cena was literally just, like, upset every time he tried to do the you can't see me. He would literally stop and just look at the crowd. And he would just, like, turn around, take his time. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you stalling? Who's coming out? And I'm just like, go. Like, if you're going to do it, just go do it. Like, every time he tried to do the you can't see me, either everybody would boo or nobody would pay attention. And then, of course, halfway in, like, maybe, like, 10, 15 minutes into the match, the crowd literally all got up and started looking the other way. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I hear on Twitter that there is beach ball mania going on. And I'm just like, again? again? Didn't we oh. learn our lesson the last time from Cesaro not to bring beach balls into goddamn Monday Night Raw? Didn't we learn our lesson? Obviously not. What? I, I just, I, I'm just... I don't process. get it. I don't, I don't get it. I just don't understand. Why the hell... People would literally pay good money and then bring in fucking beach balls. Why? Like, are you literally that bored that you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to bring in beach balls and distract half the crowd. Fuck you. Fuck you. I probably would have pissed off John Cena, but he even he was still pissed before. And that's all. It was just so weird. Like, I don't I don't understand. Yeah, this main event made zero sense. And to have John Cena just go, you know, I'm sorry, I just want to go to WrestleMania. I'm just like, what is going on with John Cena? Unless we're getting the heel turn, we all fucking always want it. Mm. Mm. Unless we're getting a John Cena heel turn that we always fucking wanted. But I know it's never going to fucking happen because, goddamn it, John Cena makes a lot of fucking money. Kind of like how people say that the New Day are going to break apart. And I'm like, really? The New Day. Out of all people, you say the New Day is going to break apart. Do you know how much money they make Vince McMahon on merchandise? Lily, when I go into um, that CD store, oh, God. What is that CD store called? It's called Fudge. Fuck, what is that goddamn uh, place called? What is that store that sells CDs and pops and shit? Um, We don't have one around here, so I'm trying to think of... Like, what's called? Uh, I think it's called, um... Um... Oh, fuck! Okay, I know it starts with an F. It's Fez? Fuzz? Fi! Fi, yes. Every time I go into Fi to go buy more pops, even though I really don't need any more, because literally, I'm almost to 100, and I'm literally on my third row of pops. Because my second row is literally almost to the ceiling. Hey, that's impressive. <laughs> Thank you. So, literally, I'm on my third row. And so, I go in just to go look to see if there are any more, like, WWE tops that I'm missing. Because I know I'm missing Sting. And, yeah, the good, like, the ones that you can't find. Like, the Finn Balor Demon Pop. You can't find that anywhere unless you want to pay, like, $50 for it. Um, the Sting one, I know that's, like, 50 um, mm, 
I know there is a, uh, I hate to say his name, a CM Punk pop, but that goes on eBay for like $500. I'm like, I am not paying $500 for CM Punk. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, CM Punk is still popular in pops. So when I go in there just to go look, and I go, if you go in the back, they have like a whole wrestling table. And the first shirts that you see that are on the mannequins, New Day shit. They got New Day popsicle makers, New Day shirts, um, just New Day literally everything. And then they have like Undertaker, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar has a pop on the t-shirt. Blech. But yeah, literally it's everything that says New Day. They even have a New Day bag. So I'm just like, yeah. Don't think that's gonna happen, guys. That's like breaking up the Usos. That's exactly. That's like breaking up the Usos. That shit's never gonna fucking happen. Never, ever, 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 ever. So yeah. Of course, I'm about the Hardy Boys too, but yeah, unless they bring back the whole broken thing and then Brother Nero, uh, Jeff comes back as Brother Nero and they start beeping against each other again. That's the only way they'll break them up if if it's Brother Nero against Broken. Uh, Matt Hardy, which I kind of want to see again since it's not TNA. Eh. Eh. Anyway, I give Raw like, yeah, five stars. Five and a half for that goddamn finisher. And that was bullshit. That was a weird-ass match because Lily John Cena did not look into it. Like, he didn't barely, like, he was putting on a good show but he did not look into it. He did not look like he actually wanted to beat Finn Balor. I don't think he wanted to but he had to do it. So... I don't, I don't know, can I hate the man for it? For him just doing his job, but... Uh, it was still bullshit. Like, he, he still did not look like he actually wanted to be Finn Balor. And I give that to him. Like, he tried. He, he really did. He tried to put all into it, even when he tried to do the You Can't See Me like five times. He just did not look into it. And I can't hate him for it, so... Yeah, I usually try to give wrestlers the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Because... Usually they can't help their booking unless your name is Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't, like, Cena's character, yeah, he's annoying. But, like, as a person, I just can't come to, like, oh, fuck John Cena. Right. So, I, I don't know. It, I mean, I understand a lot of people are sick of seeing him, and I would too. But, as a person, I don't think he actually wanted to be Finn Balor, and I think he knew that Finn deserve to go to elimination chamber but he had to beat him because storyline so i can't hate him for it because he really did not like he wanted to do it so it was just a weird match it was it was just weird all around i didn't understand it yeah how you have how do you have finn balor literally last 56 minutes in the ring at royal rumble just to have him get beat by john cena the next night i don't get it that that makes no fucking sense no it makes absolutely no sense so I give that a five and a half stars. Taylor? Yeah, I see a five. It was just, it was weird and it made no fucking sense. So, whew. Just, alright. To SmackDown Live, we go. Alright. So, SmackDown Live. Eh. Eh. I've actually, this is like one of the first episodes I've watched in a couple weeks. It was okay, actually. Nah, I wouldn't say Better that. than it's been. 
Uh, I wouldn't say it was okay. It was. Uh, eh, it was okay. Fine. So pretty much we got a okay main event, even though literally I've seen it like twenty something, not twenty times, but like we've seen it. Like we've seen this when he had to get. We've seen Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, and AJ Styles go against each other literally like, like five, six times already. Like, can we get something else? Right. Like, I'm not going to lie. I, I do like seeing cute little Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, literally every time he talks, I'm just like, your non-English speaking ass is just so adorable. I just want you to keep talking. I just like how he was like, um, I'm going to beat you at WrestleMania. That's all he kept saying. And then he, and then he, <laughs> every time he would say someone's name, he was like, who did he say? And then he said, John Cena need to face. And I'm just like, you're so cute. <laughs> See, like, at least he tries to say stuff. And, uh, yeah, uh, better than Asuka. Asuka just uh, says, no one's ready for Asuka. And then she starts speaking Japanese. At least Shinsuke at least speaks English. Like, kind of like when, before the Royal Rumble came and he did that weird ass shit with AJ and uh, who else was there um uh, someone else was there I think it was um uh oh I know his name Randy Orton yeah uh, Shinsuke came and uh to AJ <laughs> and literally too sweet at the title and it says let's wumble and did the weird art thing <laughs> I was just like oh my god he is adorable keep him please <laughs> It was so oh, cute. God. I was like, I love Shinsuke. He's just the cutest little thing in the whole entire world. Oh my god. Just we just need to keep him like that. Just keep him innocent and weird and I will love it. Please. So yeah. pretty much we start out with Shinsuke in the ring saying who he gave a knee to the face and that AJ is gonna get a knee to the face and they will be crowned a new champion. And then here comes Kevin and Sammy Owens. Sammy Owens. Sammy Zane. <laughs> Sam, Sammy Owens. That's his new name. Sammy Owens. Cammy. <laughs> Cammy came out congratulating him and how, and pretty much started talking about how they got screwed by Shane McMahon again, saying how the ref didn't see them, didn't see the non-tag that didn't happen and thought that, um, Kevin Owens uh, tag uh, the Sammy tag Kevin which didn't happen so pretty much they kind of did get screwed but I'm just like for you know storyline of course so then you know they come out talking shit about how you know they should be champions and how Wrestlemania is going to be them that have the goddamn um, championship and all that and so here comes AJ Styles you know, saying how, no, we're going to get the dream match that everybody wants. I'm just like, thank God, because if you have not seen part one with AJ Styles and um, so Sami Zayn again, Shinsuke Nakamura, go watch it because New Japan fucking rocks. New Japan is the shit. So pretty much um, Kevin Owens keeps saying uh, they have the right for another title shot and all this bullshit carrying on. Blah, 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 saying, you know, nope and yap and nope and yap. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, God, I'm so tired of this yap move. I know you're trying to be 
yes but i'm like please no kill it i'm over it it's not gonna be as popular as rusev day i know you're trying to be popular as rusev day but it's not happening for me i'm not i'm not i'm not with it that's not with it no mm-hmm. So then AJ, you know, starts talking to Shusuke Nakamura and how he says, let's make this dream match into a dream team. Take on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And then Kevin Owens and Sami leave, turn around, come back and say, do you really want this match? And they all go, nope. But then AJ and Shusuke rush the apron and clobber them with forearms. So I'm just like, oh, okay. So that's the match we're going to get tonight. Like, we haven't seen this about five times already, but okay. At least there's no goddamn Randy Orton. That's fine. Right. Fantastic. So, we find out there's a number one contenders match for the United States Championship. And in this number one contenders, we have uh, the used-to-be hype bros, whose name I can't, Zack Ryder. Then we have Kofi Kingston, Rusev, and who's the last one? Um, shit. Um, fuck, what is his name? What is his name? <laughs> we named all the three important people. Oh, Jinder Mahal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I've been noticing lately, Jinder has literally been losing muscle. Like, usually I'm used to him buff as shit, abs crazy, glossy, like a goddamn fucking laptop screen. But he's <laughs> losing muscle. Like, he's losing abs. I'm just like, He's getting flabby again. He must be off the roids. He finally got off the steroids. He must be scared of getting caught because of the whole Roman Reigns thing. Has that, like, developed anymore? Or is it just the guy still saying, oh, I have evidence? The guy said he would have evidence and that he was... I think he was supposed to release it this week, but I have heard absolutely nothing. Okay. So, I don't know. Is that still a thing or something like that? But I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Roman Reigns did any kind of steroids because you don't need steroids do the biggest shit that and like with with gender you can tell like his progression with it Mm -hmm. and roman looks the same exactly he just literally just looked the same just buff his shit and fucking hair that is always wet (laughs) which i there's anything he's guilty guilty of is wetting his hair before he comes out i don't get that why the hell do they all have their hair wet when they come out? I don't get it. I don't know. Dean does it, and so does Seth. I don't get why they do that. Like, it's just, it's just, like, it just makes you look weird. Like, you just dipped your head into goddamn jerry curl juice. That's right. what it makes you look like. It looks disgusting. So, and, then, huh? and, then after re- and then after they're done wrestling, it's all, like, poofy and dry. Yeah, and then you have it, like, all over the ring, and it's disgusting. It's really disgusting. So then we come back from commercial and there's a picture recap of, you know, the Royal Rumble. They show some pictures and whatnot. So then we see Daniel Bryan in his office when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come in. Um, he says that AJ doesn't, Kevin says AJ doesn't have the power to make matches. No, sorry. Bryan says that. Bryan says AJ doesn't have the power to make matches, but he does. And Kevin and Sami thank him, but... He makes the he makes the tag match anyway, and they complain about the injustice they got. But Brian says the referee's decision is final, and that he watched the tape from a million different angles and said honestly it was a mistake. 
Then Kevin Owens says a mistake is when you set your alarm wrong, not a life altering catastrophe like that. And soon, uh, they know they deserve another title shot. Brian says he agrees and promises them another opportunity. Sammy hugs him, and Brian says next week on SmackDown Live, there's going to be a huge match. And that whoever wins that match goes on the fast lane to, to uh, oh shit, I totally just lost my train of thought, to go against AJ for the title. But it's Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. So I'm like, ooh, I wonder how this is going to turn out. I'm kind of excited. He'll turn? Huh? He'll turn? Are they finally going to break apart? Or are we going to get Kevin versus Sammy at WrestleMania again? Ugh, I don't know. I don't I, know what, what path they're trying to go down. I haven't heard anything, so I will be literally as shocked as everybody else when it comes on. So We shall see. And uh, both of them are not happy about it, by the way. Brian was happy, but they weren't. So we get on with the Intercontinental Championship. Sorry. We get on with the number one contenders match with Jinder Mahal, Kofi Kingston, Rusev, and Zack Ryder. And this is, you know, a no disqualifications, anything goes match. So, prairing off, Rusev and Ryder heads to the floor as Jinder Mahal beats on Kofi Kingston off the ropes. And while you hear a commentary, literally, Biggie and Xavier Woods are throwing pancakes at the glorious one <laughs> and Corey Graves and he, he's just ducking pancakes and I'm just like why are you throwing good pancakes at Corey Graves poor Corey he gets bullied <laughs> with pancakes I feel bad for the man I guess it could be worse could, could be, be waffles. Like, yeah that's true could be hard as waffles but no it's nice fluffy pancakes so <clears throat> where was I oh yeah uh, Dinner Mahal is beating on Kofi Kingston off the ropes, ducks a few, I don't know this word, Laritas or something like that. Uh, sunset flip, but Jinder sits down on Kofi Kingston into a cover. Kofi returns a schoolboy, ducks another Lariat? I can never, see I, I, yeah, I think I, I can never read my handwriting. Um, but runs right into a knee strike. Zack Ryder floats over Jinder Mahal and low bridges him before turning and blocking a punch from Rusev and taking it to him all while the crowd is chanting Rusev Day, Rusev Day, Rusev Day. Now Rusev with the body avalanche over the ropes as Big E throws pancakes still at poor Corby Graves and the oh so glorious one. Um, putting the boots to Ryder in the ring Meanwhile, Jinder rolls Kingston back in, stomping away at him, at him as well, fending the heels off Kofi, suplexes Zack, but he counters to a neckbreaker. Jinder, right on him, cross brace, strike, clubbing blow, whip across Ryder, hits a face buster, and clotheslines him to the floor. It actually looked good, so good job, Jinder. Off the ropes, diving, diving, drop kick to the floor, Kofi Kingston follows it up with the turning trust ball senton, which I love his trust balls. They're hilarious. Um, Rusev is fired up. He's hopping off the ropes, but Sunil Singh uh, is there, stops him short. Aiden English comes around to knock him in the eh, to knock him in his jaw and throws him into the new day, knocking their pancakes to the floor. Never, ever make the New Day drop their pancakes. 
they'll be pissed. So they all start to fight each other. When the referee sees that, he throws all of them out. So then we come back from commercial. Jinder Mahal is whipping Kofi at the ring post, but he jumps over, comes back, and gets thrown right into the steps anyway. Jinder tosses Rusev into the barricade, rolls Ryder inside, and covers him for a two count. An overhead elbow stomps punches to Rusev when he comes in, but the Bulgarian brute starts getting, oh, by the way, he has new gear. If you can see, like, his new, like, not under, like, his new wrestling gear has Rusev on it by his stomach. I was like, oh, so we're really going to take this thing all the way, huh? <laughs> yeah, go hard or go home, I guess. So, um, pretty much uh, gets a big roundhouse kick and a second follows when he tries to get up right after. Um, charging at him in the corner, Jinder Mahal heads outside and Zack Ryder capitalizes Corner knees and a missile drop kick sets Rusev in the corner for repeated forearm strikes. Down and out, Broski boot connects, but Jinder Mahal kicks his head off with a super kick. Nope. <laughs> Kofi Kingston comes back in with a diving axe handle. Boom drop follows. He's tuning up the band with claps. You know, new Jay Rocks, new Jay Rocks, all that. But Zack Ryder runs over, so he shifts gears with an SOS. Then Jinder makes the saves and wipe, yeah, makes the save, wipes him out with a lariat. But Rusev dumps the modern-day Maharaja to the floor. He stacks Kofi on top of Zack, stomps to the back, but Jinder slips in with a schoolboy for a near fall. A uh, big running knee follows, and he's fired up. Calling for it, but Rusev breaks the Cobra clutch and Gallant throws Ryder into a Rough Rider on him. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Rusev and Kofi, blah, blah, blah. He blocks the SOS and locks the accolade on. And he puts the accolade on Kofi Kingston and Kofi taps out. And we have a brand new number one contender, everybody. It's Rusev Day. Rusev run on Rusev Day, and let me tell you, that crowd was hyped. Oh man, they were hyped. I was so happy. I was like, "We finally got a win! He's going for a title. He's not going to get it, but he gets a title shot." I was so happy. I was like, "Yes, finally, Rusev's getting a push. I love it." So Rusev won on Rusev Day. It was amazing. So then Rusev, after the match, comes out of the ring and goes over to Bobby Roode for a quick stare down. And we're informed that this title match will be next week. So then the Usos come back and cut a promo from who the hell knows where the fuck they are. I'm like, where the fuck are you? You're in like Teenage Mutant. What are you, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? What the hell is this shit? They're pulling a shield. Ah, yeah, I've seen that. So for some reason this week we've been instead of you know the regular promos they've literally let the superstars make promos themselves you know selfie promos and i'm like who let them not remember i was like wait a minute what's his face did the did the same thing before um he went against zach Ryder? like did he start all this i can't think of his name right now um shit we just talked about him in episode two um shit Oh, well, I can't think of his name. It'll come to me later. Mojo. Mojo yeah. did a whole, like, promo in the car and all this shit. Like, a whole selfie promo in the car 
talking shit about Mojo, uh, talking shit about Zack Ryder. And I'm like, these are amazing ass promos. And I guess maybe Vince liked it. Now they can do selfie promos. And I'm not <laughs> mad at it. No, I'm, I'm actually enjoying that. I, like when Miz was Baron Corbin, I thought that was pretty cool too. Oh, you mean when Baron called himself Daddy? <laughs> Oh my god. For some reason everybody on Twitter is going at me because I said he was daddy. He called himself daddy. Okay? I just like the way he said daddy. That's it. That doesn't mean I have to be a fan of Baron. I just like the way he says daddy. It's sexy. Okay? Leave me be. I'm not I'm not judging you. I'm just It was sexy. I'm surprised he called himself that. So for some reason, I don't know why this week they decide whenever someone cuts a promo, we gotta have windows paint words along with their promo like what the fuck we don't need windows paint subtitles we know what the fuck they're saying right like it was so stupid like who the fuck came up with this shit this is stupid they're trying to cut a promo and all i see it's goddamn windows paint subtitles everywhere what the fuck was this shit i i don't know it was like new they're trying out new graphics all of it was dumb Back to the drawing board. That was stupid. Try again. So then we come back from commercial and we get Fashion Files. It was amazing. I'm like, oh, Fashion Files is back on SmackDown? I, I missed it so much. I missed them so much. So pretty much, if you did not know, Brizongo had a Q&A before the show started. I think it was, it was hashtag Ask Brizongo. And so we had the Ascension on either fake laptops, real ones, typing away seeing the questions that people have been asking Brizongo. And then here comes Chad Gable and Sheldon Benjamin. And pretty much calls Chad Gable calls them clowns that they are embarrassing the SmackDown division, uh, male division. And Tyler Breeze asked him, is it, uh, is it, is it about as embarrassing as losing to the Usos twice? Oh. It will burn. <laughs> I was just like, oh, you need some ice for that burn. Tyler Breeze is on fire. He is on fire. So then, Chad Gable and Sheldon Benjamin asked if they think they can win tonight, but they give them the answer for them. They say no, and they flip the tables with the fake laptops on their way out. So the Usos make their entrance, they get in the ring, cut a promo. They say if this is to see brotherly love, they want some love for the tag champs. They said they were going to get silly in Philly, and on Sunday, they beat Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin 2.0, 2-0, but it ain't new because they've been sweeping through the division since they came to SmackDown. Roll call. America Alpha locked down with an animated goddamn jail cell, which I'm just like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, what, what the hell am I watching? Kid show? What the fuck? Yeah, I... Every time you say lockdown, you get a jail cell thing. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Who's doing the animations for this goddamn episode? <laughs> oh my god. It was I don't, why did they decide now just to be like, oh, let's try these graphics? Like, because where- I think Rob, because Rob did their whole, you know, new um, background after no. the Royal Rumble, they decided they were going to try some shit out too. It looks dumb. No wonder it's to be so real stupid. So, they say American Alpha, locked down. American Alpha 2, locked down. Hype Bros, locked down. Breeze, breeze, 
Dango, lockdown. New Day, lockdown. Even Sheamus and Cesaro, who aren't on SmackDown, are behind bars. And they go on to say, when they say day one-ish, it's not about moving merchandise. It's a lifestyle about being 100 and true to yourself. The struggle to wake up in the morning and get good grades, any struggle you go through, it only makes you stronger. And that's why they struggle together. And I was like, yes, speak on it. Like, I'm just like, praise it. You better tell it. Bless you, girl. Thank you. Oh, just like, you better tell it, Oos. You better tell it. Speak on it. Speak on it. I was like, take me to church. Take me to church. And they keep going by saying, and that's why they struggle together. And I was like, oh, so we're going to talk about the DUI, aren't we? Oh, shit. I was like, oh, is it, are we going to talk about the DUI? How you get arrested for drunk driving? Or high driving? They didn't say, was he drunk? He was probably yeah. really high. Because he didn't look drunk. He just looked real high. Yeah, I don't know. And he goes on to say, and that's makes them different from every tag team in the locker room because they share their struggle, only struggle together. It don't matter whether you're from the club, the bar, the shield, or your brothers yourself. They're not saying they're the best tag team, but they the best tag team. Welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. Then they go to leave, but who music hits as soon as they come out? The one the only, the Bludgeon Brothers. And I'm just like, no. I'm like, really? That's who you decide to send out? No, I was like, no. And of course, they set down their hair, the hammers and their gear right next to the Usos and continue to the ring and they stand outside the ring on the apron. And of course, it goes straight to commercial. I'm like, God damn it, we're not going to get the Usos against the goddamn Bludgeon Brothers? Sons of bitches, sons of bitches, you sons of bitches! So we come back to Bludgeon Brothers have a goddamn um, tag match against somebody whose brother is in the WWE. Who am I talking about? Me. The one. Oh, you. You, Taylor. It's your brother. Yeah, my little nine-year-old brother. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, guys. It's the one, the only Gabba Gulak's brother, Rory Gulak. With some goddamn jobber. And I was just like, look at Rory! Look at Rory Gulak making his WWE appearance. Yes! As a jobber! Getting money. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, yes, look at you. So pretty much, you know, they lost. Bludgeon Bros won. You know, jobber match. Whatever. So, so Daniel, Daniel Bryan gets a, you know, a selfie promo and he's talking about how they're trying to make the show more interesting and engaging so he's introducing a new thing called the Top 10 and that it will be voted on by the roster but of course there's a few ground rules the first is that him and Shane won't have votes can't vote and the other rule is you can't vote for yourself and he's very excited about it so all the superstars get to vote but they can't vote for themselves and Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan, they don't get a vote either. But I'm just like, I don't trust it. It's going to be the same people. It's literally going to be the same people. Ty Dillinger's not going to get a match, and I'm really pissed about it. Whatever. Fuck it. I'm like, I don't like this. It's literally going to be the same people playing New Day, Usos, Rusev, Baron, Randy, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, 
AJ Styles, Shinsuke, everyone who's literally been used like the past two months are going to be on his top 10. And I'm not happy about it. When I first read it, I thought it was like, oh, the fans get to choose or whatever. And then I saw that it was like the roster gets to choose. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. That's fucking stupid. No one is going to get like, you know, any type of, you know, kind of recognition. It's going to literally be the same fucking. It's kind of supposed to be like the mixed match challenge that the so-called fans are supposed to be choosing, but we didn't get to choose shit. I think the only thing we got to choose was like Bailey's partner. And who gets the first in the matches? That's literally all we got to choose. I'm just like, if this is supposed to be for the fans and this is supposed to be, you know, interactive, then do some other shit. Like, it was just stupid and I didn't get it. I didn't understand. So I think this top ten is going to fail. It's going to fail miserably. I'm I'm not going to give it a chance. It's not around after Mania. Huh? I have a feeling it won't be around after Mania. Yep. It's going to flop. It's going to flop. So then we come back, and Shane McMahon is on his phone in his office talking about how great the Royal Rumble was when who should show up? <laughs> One of my favorites, my best friend in the world, Ty Dillinger. That's right. Me and Ty, we're best friends. Yep. yep. It's official. It's Twitter official, so you can't. It's Twitter official. We're best fucking friends. We live in the same area. He always sees my shit on Twitter. We're fucking best friends. You can't tell me shit. I'm surprised you haven't seen him. Like, I know! I know! He probably doesn't really leave his house, probably. Because he's always traveling, so... Girl. I just want to see him once, like, in a store with his dog, so I can freak the fuck out. I mean, I know he has a dog, so I'm like, I wonder which pet co-op, which pet smart does he take him to? So if I <laughs> see him at a pet smart, I'm like, get in the car! Drive, 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 drive! <laughs> be speeding down well, the street. They- I'll be speeding down the street like, time that pet smart, I gotta go! <laughs> <laughs> so Ty comes in and says that um, any other day he'll be all about the 10, top 10 list, because you know, he is a perfect 10, you know. But he's here to talk about the Royal Rumble. It was a chance of, a chance of WrestleMania that it was taken from him from Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. But who should show up? fucking Baron Corbin. The one person who should shave his fucking hair off. You barely have any hair. Shave it off. You don't look good with barely half a head. Shave that shit off. So he couldn't rolls up to complain about Brian handing another opportunity to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, Brian says he agrees and he will talk to uh, Shane says he agrees with him and we'll talk to Brian about it. And Baron asks if he cha- if he changed his last name or if he's still in charge and a McMahon. Ty Dillinger butts in and Corbin asks why you so- oh you're still here, which Dillinger comes back and says he's here, but Baron's money in the bank briefcase isn't, and everybody goes oh. I love how like, it's been oh, like shit. I love how it's been like months since that happened, but everyone still fucking talks about it. And people still chant, where's your briefcase clap? We'll get to the new chant that people's made up. It's really funny. So Shane says that they settle things in the ring here and makes the match between Baron Corbin and Ty Dillinger. So then Charlotte Flair makes her entrance and we go to commercial, blah, blah, blah. So then we get a video package hyping up 
Ronda fucking Rousey. No, we're not going to talk about the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about any of that. We're not going to talk about all the great, you know, legends that came back for this. No, 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 no. We're going to talk about Ronda Rousey. Again. You're just going to keep hyping up this woman knowing damn well we're not going to see her until goddamn WrestleMania. No, 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 no. We're not going to talk about all the women who did all this, made sacrifices, and did all this for the Rumble World. Yeah. Royal Rumble. Nope, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do this. We're just going to keep hyping up this goddamn woman who was in UFC but failed because she kept getting her ass knocked out. I'm tired of Ronda Rousey. She hasn't even made her goddamn debut yet. Go the fuck away. Go away. God. Go the uh, fuck away. I'm hoping that she doesn't get a title shot, but at the same time, like, I don't know. Because I've heard she's either going to A, face whoever um, Asuka doesn't face, or she's going to be a tag match. Which I'm hoping I it's a tag match that I don't want to see her get a title shot over everyone else. Like, if she gets a title shot before, like, you know, Bailey or Naya, I'm gonna be absolutely livid. I'm like, literally, you only made one debut since WrestleMania, before WrestleMania, because that's how they're probably gonna do it. They're probably gonna hype this woman all the way up, push her all the way to the fucking moon, and then come WrestleMania, she's gonna she's gonna be like, okay, all right, in the damn ring. I'm not gonna be half ass paying attention. I'll make that popcorn break. Go get me some popcorn and a T-shirt. I'm not excited about her, and I don't give a fuck what any of you say. I'm not a Ronda Rousey fan. I was a Ronda Rousey fan, but I'm just like, eh. And, and I kind of stopped watching UFC and got back on wrestling. So then, when you know, now that I'm hearing, you know, that Ronda, Ronda this, Ronda that, Ronda this, Ronda that, Ronda made her debut, Ronda, Ronda, Ronda. Who gives a fuck about fucking Ronda? We had a first women's Royal Rumble. We had all these legends come back. We had Lena come back, the Bella Twins, all these fucking wonderful ass women. Even goddamn Nia Jax got to show how much of a fucking beast she is in the ring. And no one's talking about that. No, they're all talking about how goddamn Ronda made her goddamn amazing WWE debut. What amazing debut? All she did was fucking stick, fucking point at a goddamn sign. Like, my three-year-old niece can do that. Like, right. Ugh, it's so fucking annoying that literally, like, she has taken everyone else's shine away from all these wonderful fucking, I almost said lady wrestlers, from all these goddamn women superstars, and no one fucking cares. Like, no one cares. Mm-hmm. No one cares. Like, I get people are like, oh my god, oh my god, blah, 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 blah. it's Ronda, it's Ronda, it's Ronda. I'm just like, yeah, no. Even Nikki and Bree have literally just, they even tweeted something about it. I'm trying to find it on their Twitter. Can't find it. Where is it? Where is it? I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Oh, yeah, that's what she said. So, uh, Nikki and Bree, they have their own Twitter uh, together and shared, you know, about how Monday Night Raw is going to relive the moment everyone's been talking about Ronda Rousey. And she quoted, she said, the first ever Women's Royal Rumble? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. And I'm just like, girl, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, like, not a fan. Not a huge fan of them, but I'm like, huh, own. I don't, fuck, I think Nia Jack said something, too. I just got to find that, too. She said some shit. I was like, yes, Nia. Yeah. 
guys. Get her. Like I'm just. Oh, and then um, Sasha says if I don't have anything nice to say, so I'm not gonna say anything at all. Yeah, I found that fucking hilarious. I was just like, aha. I was just like, well, goddamn. I saw that like um, like I think maybe yesterday. I listened to the whole thing, and she they, they kept you know trying to push her to say something. She's like, I don't have anything to say. I found it. So Nia Jax also shared the whole Ronda Rousey thing, and she quoted it and said, "Cool, she's here." Dot 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 dot. I guess thirty women making history can just be forgotten. And I'm just like, tell the truth, girl, because literally that's all everyone been talking about. Literally, literally, it was absolute bullshit. So then. We get Charlotte Flair. She's being interviewed about the Women's Royal Rumble. She said she was really proud to watch history being made. But as she sat there, it was the first time in her career she didn't want to be a champion. She said she wanted to be in that ring with all those legends to see if she can hold her own and maybe outlast everyone from number three like some guy she knows. And then the moment came. She was in the ring with Alexa Bliss and Asuka and then Ronda Rousey. All she knows is that she's walking into WrestleMania as SmackDown Women's Champion. But who's standing across from her in New Orleans is it? And then enter the goddamn Wyatt Squad. Ruby cuts a promo saying to uh, forget about Oscar and Ronda Rousey. Does Charlotte hear herself? Her ego's as big as her father's. Of course, she thinks she win the Rumble. And of course, she thinks she can pick her opponent at WrestleMania. I'm like, she can't pick her opponent, Ruby. She right. can't pick it. Like, Ruby, wrong, wrong. Wrong, you are wrong. Try again. <clears throat> uh, Ruby says uh, Ruby's known people like her at every stage. Ruby's known people like her at every stage of her career. Incredibly talented and incredibly entitled. But there's only one Ruby Wyatt. The way she talks, looks, and acts, I'm like, Paige. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a woman named Paige. She literally looks just like you, except no tattoos. Literally, right. and she's taller than you, but you literally same skin complexion. Same color hair, except hers is longer than yours. And there's a thing called absolution. And that uh, Charlotte Flair is a cheap imitation of her father. They get in the ring. And why, uh, Ruby White continues saying Charlotte time is over. And if it's up to her, she wouldn't even make it to WrestleMania. Charlotte Flair asks if she done yet. And woos in her face. She woos in her face. And a brawl starts. Pretty much... The Vice Sky beat up Charlotte. Nobody came out to save her. It was sad. Sad, 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 sad. sad. I was waiting for someone, but I... I was like, where's Becky? It's her birthday. Damn it. It's her birthday. <laughs> she does not look 31. She's 31? Yeah. I thought she was like 26. Yeah, I know. I thought so, too. And then everyone's like on Twitter like, oh, happy 31st birthday, Becky. I'm like, excuse me? Shit, good-ass jeans. Yeah, she do not look her age. No one looks her age. Like, Alexa probably don't look like she's almost in a, I know. I know Alexa's like my age. I think she's like, like 26. I think Naya's maybe 28, maybe, I think. I'm guessing. Um, one second. I'm guessing here. Alexa is 26. Yep, my age. Naya and- is how old? Uh, where is it? She's 33. Whoa. She don't look 33. No. None like, of these girls look their fucking it. How old is Naomi? Is she like in her 30s or no? No, I know. And, uh, I thought she was in her 20s, but I'm going to look because now I don't. Yeah, because now I don't know. All these women 
don't look their fucking age. She's 30. She's 30? Yeah. Yes, girl! Don't, black don't crack, though, girl. Black don't never crack. I don't look like I'm about to be 34 years, so. <laughs> Damn. I don't look like I'm about to be 30 in like four oh. years. Wait, 27, 28, 29. Yeah. I still have eight. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm still short. Look, like I could be in fucking high school. So, pretty much, Charlotte gets beat up by the goddamn riot squad. But, as the riot squad, no, riot squad, riot squad is on the, the ramp about to leave, whose music hits? Carmella's music hits! And I'm like, <gasps> and she's running down the ramp. Money in the bank briefcase in her grasp, referee behind her, and I'm like, oh, she's cashing in! I'm flipping out everyone. She gets a huge pop. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's finally cashing in that money in the bank briefcase you've been holding on to since money in the bank. And so she goes in the ring, hands it to the referee, and she's like kicking it. No, before that, she's kicking at Charlotte to make sure it's like she's down for good. And so hands it to the referee and says, go, I'm cashing in, I'm cashing in. So the referee takes a little bit too long to hand the cat the case over to the ring announcer, and Charlotte's about to get up, and um, Harmella was about to soup at her, and she accidentally knocks the goddamn referee out of the ring, he does like a little Sasha Banks imitation thing. He lands on his head somewhat, what? and he's out. And then, and then <laughs> Carmella turns around and sees a very angry Charlotte Flair staring her down, and she grabs her briefcase, and she runs backstage. And so I'm like, damn it! So we're getting you're- a tease that she's got to be cashing that thing in soon. Carmella, you're playing with my emotions that I don't appreciate it. Nope. My heart... Take it. I was like, what the fuck? So now I'm guessing, is she going to do a Seth Rollins and cash in at WrestleMania if Oscar wins? Or is she going to cash in at Fastlane if Charlotte even has to put up her goddamn title? I don't know. We'll literally have to wait to see what the Fastlane card is going to be. So then we go backstage and Shinsuke Nakamura is warming up backstage when AJ Styles rolls up on him. To ask him about, you know, his plans, his game plans. And Shinsuke says he's going to beat him at WrestleMania. AJ asks him again. And again, Nakamura says he's going to beat him at WrestleMania. And I'm like, ooh, I like this side of Shinsuke. So cute. <laughs> but then AJ asks him if he's messing with him. And Shinsuke says he's going to beat him. But Swerve just said he's kidding. And that they'll be fine out there. As long as AJ listens to him. And I'm just like, look at him. Look at Shinsuke taking charge. Yes. I like. So, then Ty Dillinger makes his epic, perfect 10 entrance. I give it a 9.5. Hey. <laughs> it was a 10. Everything he does is a 10. 10. 10. <laughs> but then we go to fucking commercial which I was mad about I'm like he's making us injured you dicks they did that a lot this week I was so upset I'm like you sons of bitches we don't want commercials what the hell I'm like Vince what have you done what have you done Vince why are there more commercials than usual what if the fuck did you do insert Amir Vince voice here I can't do that <laughs> alright insert Amir 
Vince McMahon voice here. <laughs> so the, we get back for a commercial and Carmella is interviews and she just, you know, acts like she knew like she was going to do that. And what just happened was bad luck. Cause she spends it like she was trying to show Charlotte that she can strike at any time. And that she'll she never dream of cashing in with a broken nail. And she actually did break her nail. I'm just like, oh, that hurt. You broke a nail, girl. I know that shit hurt. Yeah, that's oh god. So then we get Barry Corbin versus Ty Dillinger. Ugh, I don't want to talk about this match. <laughs> Piss me off. Piss me yeah, off. Yeah, when I watched it back, I kind of I, I gave it a shot and then I just fast forwarded through it. So pretty much Baron won. And Ty Dillinger got buried even more. But, 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 we got a rare appearance. A rare appearance. We saw Ty Dillinger with his hair down. And I was just like, uh. She's like, you know how the cartoons and like when the, uh, the, either like a cartoon dog or cat sees like another woman cat and their tongue goes, and they get hard eyes. That was me. I was like, uh, yes. Can we, can we, yes. Keep your hair down. Yes. Todd Dillinger looks good with his hair down. Now, every time I see him, that's all I'm going to picture is just you getting all hearty-faced and googly-eyed. Because he looks sexy. I can't have it. Mm. Peyton Royce is a lucky, lucky bitch. Oh, God, I hate it. I didn't know you were dating. They've been dating for three years. Oh, that's cute. Fuck it. Fuck that. Fuck them. (laughs) Whatever. When I find him, Peyton ain't gonna be nowhere to be found. Oh shit! Okay, sorry. I'm like I can't do that. Nope, nope, nope. Sorry. And we have a murder case on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Not a murder case. No, I'm just gonna take top from her. The hell? I ain't gonna murder Peyton. All those goddamn fucking fans are gonna be pissed at me. You know they got fucking fanatics. Fanatics. Yeah, you'd be fucked. Exactly. So you know, Baron wins. Blah blah. Whatever. So. Rusev Day gets a selfie promo where Aiden English sings about how next week can only end with a sorry uh, with a victory. Uh, my bad. On Rusev Day, I, I need you to bring up the octaves a little bit. <laughs> I can't sing, girl. No, no, no. I can't sing. <laughs> I have really bad allergies and half my voice don't work anymore. So Rusev tells Bobby Roode that Tuesday is his swan song as champion because he'll machka kick him. And Bobby Roode gets a hand cam promo, uh, sorry, a selfie promo where he circles Rusev Day on the calendar, but notes that when you're champion, your schedule fills up quickly, and he represents that by writing glorious across the calendar. I guess Rusev Day falls on a Wednesday, and so he puts... G G L O because he circles Russo Day O R I O U S and stands there and smiling like I see what you did there, I see what you did there, Bobby. Kudos, that was good, good job. So then Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens are in the locker room getting ready in complete silence, and Sammy speaks up first. He says, "The good news is that one of them be getting a title shot, but it's a shame they have to wrestle each other." But hey, opportunities all they ever need. Kevin Owens says, yeah, unless he fails. And then Sammy uh, talks about how Kevin Owens getting pin- gets pinned all the time. Kevin Owens shoots back about how Sammy getting eliminated in the Rumble so quickly. 
Sammy says at least tonight they won't fail because Kevin's in his corner. And Owen says he won't fail tonight. So I'm like, ooh. Yes. Are we going to get Sammy Zane and Kevin breaking up? Yes, 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 yes. Another teaser. So then, you know, uh, we get back to commercial and it's all into the hype about who's going to be the 205 general manager. We'll get into that. We'll talk about 205 Live for like five minutes. Trust me. I Well, actually, no, it was actually really good this week. I'm not going to lie. 205 Live was really good. But we'll get into that. So then we get Breezango versus Chad Gable and Sheldon Benjamin. Eh, eh. Breezango gets buried again. Next. <laughs> Next. So then we get AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. It was good. Really good. I wasn't paying attention for like half, like five minutes, not going to lie. So all I saw was that something happened between Sami Zayn and Kevin. Oh, here we go. Um, Let's see. Something, something. Nakamura gets strong knees to the ribs. Sami Zayn runs interference, and Kevin Owens is able to run Shinsuke over. Kevin Owens yells at Sami for being on the floor, and... Levels Nakamura with a short arm lariat. Cover gets one. He keeps yelling at Sammy to get back in the corner. Nakamura knocks him out and into Sammy. They bicker and Sammy Zayn starts walking out and they send us a commercial. So we get back to commercial. Kevin Owens and Styles are locking the reverse chin lock when the camera pans to realize Sammy Zayn hasn't actually walked out yet. Clubbing AJ down as he tries to escape. But the champ lands on his feet after a back suplex and drops him with a style rush. Off the rope, sliding forearm. Kevin Owens crawling and reaching, and he's up in the corner. Um, let's see, blah, blah, blah. Style shifts gear, hits the back suplex. Face buster, and Sammy makes the save from outside the ring. He tags in from Kevin Owens, cross faces into a mounted punch, pulling AJ up and hitting him with a chop. Reverse chin lock applied, blah, blah, blah. Kevin Owens is screaming at Sami Zayn for a tag, but Zayn says he got it. A bit of yelling later, he finally gives in and makes a tag, but he literally just hits him, like, really hard. He hits Kevin really hard. So then, blah, 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 they bicker again, and Kevin, yeah, Kevin. AJ Styles comes in from behind. Kevin Owens fights him off, but this time it's the last drop for Sami as he walks out for real this time. A back body drop puts the champ on the apron. Springboard caught into a fireman's carry gut buster and a Vader bomb elbow drop. Kevin knocks Nakamura off the apron. AJ off the ropes. He floats over the pop-up power bomb. Pele kick tag to Shinsuke. Uh, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Nakamura ducks a punch off the ropes with a jump kick to set up the chest kicks. Gets him with the left when he catches the right. Oh, shit. Corner knee sets up the rope hung knee. Fired up in the corner, because, you know, Shinsuke going to that place! (laughs) (laughs) And Kevin, uh, yeah, Kevin rolls out the ring. AJ brings him back in. Shinsuke lands a kick. Yeah, oh, sorry. A kiss, And AJ Styles and Nakamura win via pinfall. And Sami Zayn is shown watching on a monitor backstage. And he's interviewed and asked, is this the end of their friendship? And he says, nope. 
this is about the opportunity next week and kevin has had his opportunities but sammy has been overlooked which is very true but i don't want him to have damn title right now because we all want the dream match we don't want sammy right now after wrestlemania sammy priorities <laughs> sorry what? and uh so the heat time he said people calls him call yeah, calls him kevin owens best friend Next week, they're going to call him the guy who beat Kevin Owens, and then he's going to be the guy who beat AJ Styles to become WWE champion. And, of course, AJ Styles and Nakamura celebrate, and that's the end of that. So it was an okay. I give it four. Four stars. It was okay. Four out of well, ten. It was okay. Well, by halfway through SmackDown, I'm like, yeah, fuck this, and I turn it off because I get bored. Because I feel like lately with them, it's the same fucking people, it's the same matches, so I don't, I didn't want to watch it. But this week, I was actually impressed, and it was decent. It, it was okay. I mean, with the Rusev winning on Rusev Day, it was amazing. It was very, very much amazing. All right, so we're going to talk about this real quick. 205 Live, you need to watch. If you have not watched before, you need to start watching right now. So... Pretty much, if you have not saw last week, Daniel Bryan made the announcement that because of Enzo Amore giving up the title, a.k.a. Enzo got fired for rape, allegedly, and that there will be a brand new GM for 205 Live and that it will be revealed on Tuesday night's show. So after... Uh, the Max Challenge, which was, we all know how that was gonna go. It was weird. Quickly, I'll talk about that. The Mixed Max Challenge, pretty much Becky and Sammy lost. But then things got weird after the match because Braun Strowman started flirting with Alexa Bliss. It was so weird. It was weird. I ship it. You ship it? <laughs> I was and like, I kind of really want him with Naya. Like, I see, yeah, Naya, yes. Him and Alexa. Yeah. Isn't I, she engaged? Huh? Yeah, she's engaged. Naya's the only one who I think is single, I think. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, Alexa's actually getting married. She's engaged. She lives with the guy. Um, pretty much, Brian called Alexa cute, Alexa called him cute, and that they're gonna go all the way, and then you get all the way, all the way, all the way, and then Alexa says, all the way to a victory. So I'm just like, really? Really? That's how we're gonna do that? Really? Bullshit. So then we get to 205 Live, and we get to the brand new general manager, so... Brian comes out, theme music hits, and then standing next to him looks like a very familiar impact wrestler by the name of Rockstar Spud, everybody! Rockstar Spud is now in the WWE, but not in the way that we want him. No, 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 no. Brian introduced Rockstar Spud, but that's not his name in WWE. No, 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 no. His name in the WWE is now Drake Maverick. And I'm like, who came up with this name? <laughs> Whose bright-ass idea was this? I bet Vince was somewhere like, hmm, what can we name Rockstar for? I know Drake Maverick. That's your name. Bullshit. They have to own it. 
like a lot of people were mad because you know they want him on the main roster but as i see by his size it's rockstar spud is shorter than daniel bryan he's as tall as tyler bates yeah that blew me away i was like holy shit dude is small how short he actually is like, I was kind of hoping to be, like, Rey Mysterio or somebody, and I was going to, like, get a big, huge pop and be really excited. But no, it was just Rockstar. Sorry, Drake Maverick is his name. So, everyone started chanting yes, but then they got sort of confused when they, they some people started chanting, you know, Spud, 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 Spud. But when he said, everyone, his, ah. when he said his name was Drake Maverick, it, kind of, it got real quiet. So, yeah. So pretty much his first order of business was to announce a 16-man tournament, even though there's literally only 14 cruiserweights, 14 healthy cruiserweights, because <laughs> let's see, Enzo has been fired, uh, Rich Swine is still suspended, um, one of, Noam Dar is out with an injury, and Brian Kendrick is out with an injury. So you literally only have 14 to 13 healthy cruiserweights. So he says they're going to be a 16-man tournament to crown a brand new Cruiserweight champion with the final match taking place at WrestleMania. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Cedric, Cedric, Cedric? Like, we're just going to forget Cedric was supposed to have his match at Royal Rumble? We're just going to forget all about that and start all over again. What a middle finger to the face. Just like, I know you want Cedric Alexander a champ, but fuck you, we're going to do it all over again. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck you and what you want. We don't care what you want. This is what we're going to have. So, really, he did try his best, but they just did not care. So, um, pretty much WWE assumed fans probably knew who he was from his time in TNA and all that, but a lot of people probably didn't, but eh, eh. It was just really quiet when he tried to, you know, sell everyone what's going to happen and all that. Nobody really cared. I was just like, meh. So then, first round, we got Cedric Alexander versus Grandma Talik. You can guess who won. My boy Cedric. That's fucking right. Grandma Talik, he is, he is, oh my God, he is an amazing, uh, sorry, I can't talk today. He's an amazing luchador. Holy crap. When he literally does all those tricks on the rope, I'm just like, holy shit. Look at goddamn Grandma Talik go! So, like, I'm not hating on him. Really, I'm not. Grandma Talik's amazing. Amazing. Really, really good. But Cedric has to win Grandma Talik. I'm sorry. <laughs> A lot of people said, you know, that they should move Sin Cara to the Cruiserweight division. I'm like, Sin Cara is probably way over 205 pounds. There's no way. There's no way in hell. But then it'd be like, if you do, then it'd be four mass luchadors. And I'm just like, true, unless you bring some from, like, I don't know, NXT or something like that. So, uh, then we got Tyler Bates versus TJP. And Tyler Bates stole the fucking show. Holy shit. No, oh my god. It was an amazing match. They even got this is awesome shit. They got... This is awesome. And, and 205 chance. And went 205. 205. I was like, oh my god, look at people chanting. <laughs> this is so cool. So it was a really, really good match. You had first UK champion to go against the first cruiserweight champion. 
it was fucking amazing. They put on a hell of a show. But TJP beat Talibate. And next week, I think we're getting, um, I think we're getting somebody from NXT to go against, um, oh, fuck, what the hell is his name? Fuckity shit, fuckity shit. He just won tonight, too. Fuckity shit, fuckity shit, fuckity shit, fuckity shit. Oh, yeah, by the way, we finally have a number one continuing for the UK championship, which I am really excited about. Holy fucking shit. That's how to be good. It'll definitely be something to tune into. You know, well, if you did not know, we have a lot of UK brothers, and trust me, they're very excited about their UK champion, whose name I literally just forgot. (laughs) I'm not good with names right now. They're just, like, yelling at you. I know, Amir's probably yelling at me, like, what the fuck? You forgot the name. Like, sorry. (laughs) I always forget names. Accurate impression. God damn it. I know he's going to be so bad at me. Oh, what Fuck! What is his name? Oh, sorry. Pete motherfucking done! <laughs> That's how they say it. It's not just Pete done. No, it's Pete motherfucking done! <laughs> Pete! Pete! <laughs> that, was, that was just... That was amazing. <laughs> So yes, we're gonna we're going to get um God damn it, fucking shit. We have a brand new number one continue for the UK championship and I'm really kinda really, really excited. Um it's 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 I can't talk today. I don't know why. But yes, Pete motherfucking done may actually lose his goddamn championship. So we're getting um oh shit, wrong one, wrong video. Um we're getting Roderick Strong against Pete motherfucking Dunn. That's how I'm going to say his name from now on. That's literally how I, I can't say it, Pete Dunn. I have to say Pete motherfucking Dunn. Peter. Peter. <laughs> That's just, that, that just made my whole night. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really silly. You, you're gonna have to excuse me. Our UK brothers are really fucking hilarious. They're really fucking hilarious. So, next week we get another uh, first round. We get Roderick Strong against Mr. Respect Me Hideo Tommy. So, that should be interesting. Like, I'm kind of excited for all these new matches we're getting. So, I'm like, yes, look at you trying to put 205 live on the map. I'm loving this. If we're going to have Rockstar Spud as a brand new GM and this is how shit's going to go, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for the future of 205 Live and I hope and pray it never gets canceled because I love Rockstar fucking Spud. He's amazing. And then we're also getting Kalisto versus um, what the fuck is his name? Um, um, Lince Dorado. There you go. Yes. Luchador versus Luchador. So this should be Really, really, really good. So I don't know. I don't know who they're gonna have after that because that's kind of like half the roster right there. So yeah, right, like it's literally half the roster right there. So unless you bring up some more two hundred five live guys, that's uh, five. Oh my god, they're gonna bring up more NXT guys. <gasps> Are we gonna get Pete motherfucking done? Are we gonna get Pete motherfucking done? Yes. 
Please break him into a pipe life. Please do it. Please. I want him to be someone's ass. We need to pee motherfucking time. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. done. Mary's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. Oh, man. All right. So that was literally like the end of 205 Live. TJP won. It was a really, really good match. Really sad that Tyler Bay actually lost, but... I'm kind of glad that he's throwing 205 Live right now because I don't want Tyler Bay on 205 Live. They will misuse him, just take his ass right back to NXT or back to the UK or wherever. So, by the way, there are rumors swirling that pretty much the King got a cruiserweight. Um, his contract has been frozen. He is right now in the UK as we speak because Vince McMahon does not want to let him go. So... We have no idea what they're going to do with him. And, yeah, it just sucks that they won't let him go. Poor King of the Cruiserweights. Sucks for him. I feel really bad. They've lost so many damn Cruiserweights. They lost two of the best Cruiserweights ever. To money and bullshit. And because you just had to have Enzo Mori as goddamn fucking... Cruiserweight champion, which I still am not understanding why I decided to pull the trigger on it. That was so what? stupid. But I'm kind of glad the Enzo project is over. I'm really glad it's over. So, yeah, I'm over it. What? I was over it, like, after the first month. Yeah, I was definitely over it. So, actually, I give 205 Live this week a six. Seven and a half. No, seven and a half. Cause that shit was amazing. That was a really good episode, 205 Live. Get, I have to give it up. Yeah, they really outdid themselves this week. They outdid themselves, except for SmackDown. No, except for Raw. WWE, you somewhat outdid yourself. You only outdid yourself on 205 Live. You bullshit. You fucked us over at Raw. You bored us at SmackDown Live, but you redid yourself for 205 Live. So, I'm about to give it up to you. Let's try again next week, WWE. Try <laughs> again. Back to the drawing board. Even Please. though next week is still going to be bullshit because everybody's going to be pissed at who the next three people that are going to Elimination Chamber is. You guys are going to be really, really, really pissed. It's going to be a lot of booing, and I'm excited. It's me and Smiley. Oh, there will be no booing for that. We would love to go to Elimination Chamber. I want to go really bad. <laughs> Make us could get this ale. Take this ale. Take this ale. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, um, other than that, I think that's everything. Did we cover it all? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think you missed anything. Yeah, we, yeah, we didn't miss anything. So pretty much, eh, okay week. Pay-per-view was everything, but the shows afterwards, it was, man, eh, lackluster. They cut it better. <laughs> so definitely... After this, after we're done recording, the t-shirt link, yeah, t-shirt link will be up if you want to go order our brand new t-shirts. I hope you guys like them because I kind of put a whole day's work, a lot of work into these t-shirts. Like, ask people, like, okay, what should I do with this? And that, I hope you guys like it because I like the design. Really, I do. It, it, it's pretty much the both of us. Like, if you did not know, we both love pops. Like, Taylor loves pops. I love pops. So, why not make us into pops? She worked really hard on it, so you better go buy it. Yes, I did. We literally, like, every detail. I even put my dog in as me, and I tried to put one of Taylor's 
cats into, into that. But for some reason, the fucking pop website does not have the same color cats as Taylor does. So at least I tried. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So at least we we put at least one of her cats because Taylor has many cats. He has, she has like two, three? Yeah, two. Two cats. So yeah, definitely. Definitely if you like our shirts to go get one. Uh, if you go on our Patreon, the link will be up later, probably tomorrow because a bitch got it. Well, actually, no, I'm not going to class tomorrow. I'm going to skip. Don't ask. I have a lot of shit to do tomorrow. A lot of shit. And I will also put both the, the link to the t-shirt and the link to the Patreon in the description box once this gets on YouTube. Definitely. So with that, this has been episode three, part two. Finally, we do a part two. <laughs> Finally. Well, technical difficulties, but we figured it out. Technical difficulties and all. We actually did this. So with that, we're going to end this episode until next week for Monday Night Raw and round two of Elimination Chamber matches, which I'm not excited for at all. <laughs> I'll just I'll let I'll let the matches speak for themselves. It's gonna be bullshit. Bullshit, I tell you. Vince McMahon, bullshit. <laughs> Calling you out on your bullshit. <laughs> Alright guys, I'm out. This has been Troy C. That's Taylor. We're the TNT podcast.